Our sermon title for the day is, He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. John 11, 1 through 45. I am Reverend Dr. Lydia Wallace. In John's gospel, we watched Jesus perform his first miracle, the changing of water into wine. He healed a man who had been a helpless cripple. For 38 years, he fed thousands of people with a few loaves of bread and fishes. He walked upon the water. He gave sight to a man who had been born blind. And of course, these are only a few of the supernatural wonders our Lord performed. John tells us that if all the things Jesus did were written down, even the world could not contain the books. Oh, but as we come to the 11th chapter of John, we, we come to the greatest miracle of all, the rising of Jazareth, Lazarus from the dead. Oh, it's true. Yeah, he raised Jairus' daughter, but she just died. It's true that he raised the widow's son, but he had not been buried. Lazarus had been dead and buried for four days, and yet Jesus raised him to life as easily as you and I can speak his name. And so, beloved, as our lesson begins, we look into a godly home in Bethany. This little town was two miles from Jerusalem. Three people lived there whom Jesus just loved. The sisters Mary and Martha and their brother Lazarus. Jesus loved to visit their home. After a hard day's work, he considered it just a privilege to go there to rest and enjoy sweet fellowship with his friends. Uh, beloved, have you ever thought about inviting Jesus to your house for some rest and praise and adoration? You know, and my prayers are often in them with saying, God, take care of yourself. Is there anything that I can do for you, Lord? Because we're so busy asking God for things, reporting to the Lord our every care, crying on the Lord's shoulder all the time, waiting for God to do something for us, expecting a miracle in, from God in our finances, waiting for the Lord to, to shower down blessings just on our children and asking the Lord to protect us from our enemies, telling God all about our problems, that we forget to offer God anything. We should understand in our journey that when, when, on our journey, that when people are always asking things of you and not giving you anything in return, then you know what, beloved? It will eventually take its toll on you. When you give to people who are not grateful, it'll get to you because you deserve to hear at least a thank you. When you're always giving and people don't show their appreciation, you will discover that they don't care about you. They just care about themselves. That's why it's so important to praise the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that is within me. Is God good to you? Oh, yes, the home of Mary, Martha, and their brother Lazarus was a home filled with love and praise and adoration of the Lord. Jesus was their friend. But in this peaceful home, this spiritual home, this home that gave God glory, in this home where Jesus was Lord, 
something, something tragic happened to one of Jesus's friends. You see, while Jesus was away on a preaching tour, Lazarus became ill. He had two wonderful sisters and, and Jesus was his special friend. And still, Lazarus became ill. Beloved, there's a tendency of us to think that bad things ought not happen to good people. Because when saved people get sick, we sometimes begin to look at them and wonder why them. But let us be assured that when you are saved, God is in control of your life. No matter what happens, God will get the glory. And no matter Lazarus nor his sisters had anything to do with Lazarus's illness, it was God's doing. Because our lesson teaches us that Lazarus was sick because God was using his friend so that the Son of God might be glorified. Somebody say amen. Listen, when you are close to the Lord, you just may be the perfect candidate for God to use in a holy demonstration of his power and his glory. Should I say that again? When you choose the Lord, you just may be the perfect candidate for God to use in his holy demonstration of his power and his glory. The word of God says, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard this, he said, this illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Oh, beloved child of the Most High God, you need to know that what you're going through may not even be about you. It may be about the fact that God knows you well enough. God thinks so highly of you that God knows he can trust you with some trouble and you will not lose your faith. God is using your situation, hear me today, to teach somebody else how a Christian acts in a time of crisis. Somebody, beloved, needs to know that if they just hold their peace and if they just let the Lord fight their battle, victory shall be theirs. God is using your trouble to teach people a godly lesson and he could not find anybody better or stronger than you. He's using you to demonstrate his power and his glory. It's not about you. It's all about God. Tell yourself, say, self, say, it, it ain't all about me. Now, beloved, the Bible says that Jesus loved Martha and Mary and Lazarus, and yet after hearing that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. You see, Jesus was using this sickness to teach people about the power of God. Because if Jesus had rushed there, somebody would have not given the less, gotten the lesson to the depths that Jesus wanted them to understand. Some people needed time to get there and witness just how sick Lazarus was so that they could shake their heads and say it was too late for a miracle to happen. Don't you know that when God puts us in a crisis, when we have tried all our other remedies and nothing worked, it is then that we open up and listen to what God's trying to teach us. That's how we are. Sometimes your money won't buy what you need, boo. Sometimes your degrees don't make a difference. Sometimes your big house and your fine car are in a way helping in this situation. They not helping. Sometimes your friends are nowhere to be found. They got problems of their own. Sometimes your doctor, he's just puzzled. 
Sometimes the lawyer can't work it out. Sometimes your family just doesn't understand. Your earthly resources are depleted. Just when you at rope's end, just when you want to just give up. Just when your strength is gone, just when you are dragging in the ground, hallelujah, that's when Jesus shows up and shows out. Tell yourself, he may not come when I want him, but Jesus will always come on time. Somebody say amen, amen. Well, the Bible says when Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. People had come from all over. The scene, the scene was just what God had wanted. Lazarus sick, then dead, then buried, and in the grave for four days. Body smelling, people mourning, people screaming, people sad, people broken, people ridden with sorrow and grief. Just what God wanted. And guess what? Guess what? It was all set up. God had set up a situation that appeared hopeless, a situation that appeared lost, a situation that appeared long gone. It was a situation that appeared to have no remedy, a situation that appeared to not be flexible, a situation that appeared to be beyond all resolution. I said, that's how it appeared. Tell yourself, don't let appearances fool you. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she ran and met him. And sister girl was all caught up in what the situation looked like. She was screaming and crying, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now that is the truth. But God had his own time and God has his own plan. And Martha had forgotten that. But listen, even in her brief lapse of faith, she had a quickening of the Holy Spirit. And she said, but, but, even now, even now when things are as bad as they can get, I know that I know that I know that the God I serve will give me whatever I ask. And Lord, I know he will give you whatever you ask of him, Jesus. And Jesus replied, Listen, I see Jesus' name and I can feel his calmness in the midst of the tears. I can feel his assurance in the midst of his fears. I can feel his strength in the midst of his weak, of, of my weaknesses and her weaknesses. Oh, God, I love a cool man when I'm falling apart. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again because I am the resurrection and the life. And those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? And Martha, having heard his words and experienced his patience, and felt his strength and his power, the girl just calmed down and said, Yes, Lord. Some of you are going through something right now. You just need to calm down. You just need to calm down and say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I believe. I believe. Look at this lesson, child of God. It was after Martha had said, yes, Lord, I believe, that Jesus proceeds with his plans. Now, the songwriter says, only believe. Only believe. All 
things are possible if you only believe and we're believing all the time in things that don't matter. But I'm talking about believing in God. And the believing is not in the outcome that we want necessarily. But in the power of God to fix the situation in the best way God sees fit. We need to learn to let the Lord have his way. So Jesus went then and talked to Mary, the other sister of Lazarus. And when Jesus saw her weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. And Jesus himself, he began to weep. Oh, Jesus cried. Because surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. And he said, where have you laid him? Where have you laid him? Jesus went to the tomb and ordered the people to take away the stone. They took away the stone and Jesus prayed to his father, telling him that the plan was working so that the people would believe that God sent Jesus into the world to save the world. And after he prayed, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus came out, his hands and feet bound with, with stripes of cloth and his face wrapped in his cloth. And Jesus said to him, them. Jesus said to them, to the people, unbind him and let him go. Now Jesus had done his part after Jesus had raised Lazarus from the dead and he was out of, of the grave alive again. Jesus told the people to unbind Lazarus and let him go. Don't you know, beloved, don't you know that when the Lord has raised you from a dead situation, people will try to keep you bound up? Yes, they will. They'll keep you bound up in your past, bound up in your childhood, bound up in the things that God has forgiven you for, keep you bound in the places you used to go with them, keep you bound in the things you used to do with them. People will not allow you to move forward and to move freely and to move in a fresh anointing and move to a greater heights and depths in God. If people haven't seen you in a long time, if people haven't been around you all your life, if people haven't talked to you every day, believe me, beloved, they don't know you today. They don't know you today. They need to unbind you and see who you are today. I am not who I was <laughs> back in the day. Beloved, when you think that it's over for you, when you feel like you just can't take it anymore, when all hell is breaking loose, when you feel that, that your strength is gone, when you've cried and cried, oh, I know about it, and you prayed and prayed and you prayed when you think it's over and done, when you think it's over for your marriage, when you think it's too late for your children, when you think it's over for your career, you better think again, I'm telling you, because the God that we serve and the God that Martha, Mary, and Lazarus served that same God is able to take dead situations and raise them up and bring them back and unbind them and give them new life when your situation looks bad or when it stinks when it smells bad when it's when it's been around so long uh, don't give up don't 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 give in to hopelessness depression or doubt begin to sing with the songwriter he said go on go on y'all laugh at me talk about me if you want to roll your eyes at me oh but i'll rise again ain't no power on earth can keep a child of god down 
I'll rise again. Oh yeah, I'm in a mess, but there's nothing too hard for God. I don't know how I'm going to make it financially, but my God will supply my every need according to his riches in glory. Listen to me. I once was young and now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. I'm just so tired and sick of this situation sometimes. It's killing me. I can hear you, but my God, my God, my God will never give you more than your bear, even when it feels like it. I'm going to tell you, beloved, God will raise you up because God has raised me up God has rescued me. God has seen me through that, so he'll see me through this. God will make a way. God will work a miracle. Then your life will be a testimony to others who are caught up in what appears to be a dead situation. Because if he did it for me, he'll do it for you. You have a testimony. Oh, he may not come when you want him, but he always comes on time and you know how you know do you know how you know because you still here beloved do you know what i have learned i've learned that whatever happens in my life at this point in my walk with god i try not to worry about what happens to me anymore because i've given myself to him and because i belong to him and believe his word I know that all things are working together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I know that what the enemy meant for evil, I know my God will turn it into good. I know that no weapon formed against me will prosper. I know that weeping may endure for a night and I don't care how long the night is. Joy comes in the morning because morning always comes. And I know that there is nothing too hard for my God or your God. I know that with God all things are possible. I know that the Lord will make a way out of no way. I know for myself that the Lord will never leave me or forsake me. I know, I know, I know, I know that the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. I have something in common. With Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, just like you do. And that is Jesus. Jesus. Oh, say his name with me. Jesus. Jesus is the best thing that ever happened. listening or watching this podcast if you don't know him I invite you and I highly suggest that you get to know 